From New Orleans, Louisiana, it's Empirical's PowerTech Podcast. This is the place where we talk about bringing technology to the power industry. Our goal is to educate you on the most popular trends, bring you actionable strategies from industry thought leaders, and help you make sure your utility is prepared for the future. I'm your host, Matthew Sachs, president of Empirical, former utility engineer and power industry advocate. Cloud computing, that is, hosted solutions by a cloud services provider or CSP, is ever-increasing across the utility industry landscape. Many electric utilities have been slow or reluctant to embrace cloud solutions due in part to the amount of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt that have been surrounding software-as-a-service solutions. This will be the first in a series of podcasts focused on this topic, with each subsequent podcast taking a deeper dive into a specific area, including access control, cross-server data sharing, workload use cases, and SIP compliance, to name a few. In this introductory episode, we'll discuss what the cloud is, give an overview of cloud security, and talk about some organizational considerations when implementing software-as-a-service solutions. Today, I am honored to be joined by two subject matter experts, both intimately familiar with the power and utility industry, as well as cloud-based solutions from a development and hosting perspective. Dr. Nathan Wallace has Bachelor of Science degrees in Electrical Engineering and Physics, a Master's in Engineering, and a PhD in Engineering from Louisiana Tech University with a focus in cyberspace engineering. Nathan has worked for multiple utilities and joined Empirical as a staff engineer and director of cyber operations for its sister company, Cybericle, where he is responsible for assessing various power system cybersecurity risks. He is a member of a cybersecurity industry advisory group to FERC and is the working group chair of two new IEEE power system cybersecurity standards. Samara Moore is a security assurance senior manager and global energy specialist, leading Amazon Web Services security and compliance program for regulated industries and the public sector in the Americas region. Prior to joining AWS, Mrs. Moore managed enterprise security programs for regulated and non-regulated environments for a major energy provider. She also managed security programs within the federal government for over 10 years, including as a former director of critical infrastructure cybersecurity for the White House National Security Council and senior cybersecurity advisor at the Energy Department. It is my distinct pleasure to welcome both Nathan and Samara to the show. Yeah, thank you, Matthew. This is really a great topic and one that certainly has sparked a lot of interest in the utility industry. Samar, if you would, please let me ask, what exactly is a cloud-based solution and how does it differ from, say, an internal or on-premise based solution? Thank you, Matthew and Nathan, and it's great to be part of this podcast. Cloud computing is the on-demand delivery of IT resources over the internet. A cloud-based solution can leverage services such as cloud computing, storage, and databases. And these services can scale on an as-needed basis. With cloud computing, the cloud service provider manages and maintains the technology infrastructure in a secure environment. And businesses then access these resources over the internet to develop and run their applications. One of the great benefits of using cloud services is that capacity can grow or shrink instantly and businesses only pay for what they use. Another powerful benefit is the use of automation 
or the concept of infrastructure as code. In particular, when it comes to security, this is a real benefit. For example, with services like our AWS CloudFormation, you can build networks, security groups, route tables. You can also launch and configure services, set monitoring and alert systems, and you can configure security in the cloud and even install application on your servers. So imagine this for your operational environment, this ability to deploy your application in a secure and reliable manner from virtually anywhere in the world within minutes with just the click of a button. These integrated aspects like creation, management, control, and monitoring of your cloud networks, along with security configuration and baseline changes, and even access management, all of these work together to minimize human risk and streamline processing. I'll also highlight that these management activities generate logs, which is really important from a compliance perspective because they support monitoring, alerting, and response activities and can really help to enable automated evidence generation. Today, many solution providers like yourself with Grid Intel leverage cloud services to take advantage of these benefits of the cloud, enabling your resources to focus on what differentiates you as a business. With more and more solution providers offering their services in the cloud, customers can now leverage many of the same trusted providers and solutions that they're using now within their on-premise environment with the extended benefits of AWS in their cloud-based solution. Very interesting. So the, the cloud can really help when we talk about creating scalable solutions. One of the concerns we keep hearing is regarding data security and the potential for cross-server data sharing and breaches. Considering what you just said, can a cloud-based solution be just as secure as an on-premise solution? And what security considerations or preventative measures regarding a cloud-based solution should our listeners consider? Organizations can definitely manage the same security objectives within the cloud as they can in their on-premise environments to the same or even greater degree. You'll see that the same security isolations are employed as you would find in a traditional data center. For example, these include physical data center security, separation of the network, isolation of the server hardware, and isolation of storage. Additionally, those people, process, and technology controls that are in place to manage security of the cloud infrastructure, you'll also find those. The difference may come though, is with how security control may be implemented. For instance, a security objective may be met by architecting a solution in a manner that leverages security and services that are built into the cloud infrastructure. For example, if you're deploying a system within the cloud, you receive the latest operating system from AWS and you create instances that are on AWS infrastructure so you benefit from the controls in place to secure the cloud infrastructure. Your servers can be deployed across multiple availability zones. You can encrypt your data at rest using KMS, and then guard duty can monitor network traffic. 
All of these are integrated features and services within AWS. Cloud services provide the capability for you to achieve and demonstrate security objectives such as access management, data protection, managing security perimeters and data flows, security event monitoring, incident response, and system recovery. All of these are key security objectives that organizations focus on managing within their on-prem environment. Now, just to highlight a few objectives like data protection, customers manage access to their customer content and access to the AWS services they use, and customers manage configuration of those resources. At your disposal are an advanced set of access, encryption, and logging features to help you do this effectively. An example is AWS CloudTrail. We also provide resources such as tech guides or quick starts that can help you automate your security configurations and deployment. And customers can choose which regions their customer content will be stored. Another objective that I'll briefly highlight is managing data flows. You can create private clouds within the AWS public cloud using Amazon Virtual Private Cloud, often referred to as VPC. VPC provides not only isolation from other customers in the private cloud, it also provides layer three isolation from the internet as well. So customers also control configurations of their VPC. What this means is you can restrict communications and mitigate threats from malicious communications by configuring a VPC to define your cloud network, limit exposure to the internet, and to inspect, protect, and control all network traffic. Okay, so there are certainly a lot of security features and resources. So this idea of baking security in is really similar to how we build substations. It has to be engineered for the application. So you said these technologies present a number of opportunities and benefits as far as the cloud. Users really need to weigh in you know, their own needs and considerations. So how can our listeners get started? Can you suggest, say, a few progressive steps that an organization could take in order to increase their comfort level and potential adoption of cloud-based solutions? Of course. You know, it, it starts with understanding your organization's business, operational, and security requirements. Cloud adoption is a journey, and that involves multiple teams within an organization to include business information technology teams, and security teams. As customers start on their cloud journey, the AWS Cloud Adoption Framework can help organizations design and move down the path to successful cloud adoption. It's really a useful measure of organizational readiness and steps on the path forward. There's also the well-architected framework that addresses five pillars of operational excellence, security, reliability, performance efficiency, and lastly, cost optimization. Each of these pillars are important for a sustainable cloud solution that meets your business operational and security objectives. Using the well-architected framework helps customers to really take advantage of the benefits of the cloud that we discussed earlier. When considering cloud solutions such as Grid Intel, customers should evaluate and understand 
their ability to meet their specific security requirements. And understand that in this case, controls may be inherited from a CSP and from the software solution provider. And there are some controls that the customer will need to configure and manage within the solution. Access management is an example of a control where customers are responsible for managing. In particular, a critical aspect to security in the cloud is understanding that there are areas that need to be configured and managed by the customer to maintain their desired security posture. This is really no different to on-premise solutions where security requirements are defined and may be met by multiple groups in an organization. You'll see some controls are managed by an IT infrastructure team, some by the business, and some by the application team. It's important to understand what the security requirements are, who's performing them, and then to confirm that those controls are in place. For those controls managed by the customer, using the cloud, they can leverage configuration templates and even configure automated security checks to establish and alert on secure configuration baselines. And if desired, automated actions can be configured based on security triggers to prevent or even limit unauthorized activity. These are all areas and just some examples of things that can be planned and designed with their solution architect. Okay, so Samar, if I understand you, cloud-based solutions, if configured correctly at the onset, can be extremely secure and in some cases more secure than on-premise solutions while offering the industry, especially the power system environments, the tools and flexibility to really get the job done. This can indeed be helpful, especially during these unprecedented times when utilities are being forced to perform more remote work. So Samara, any, any kind of overall final thoughts? I believe you've summarized our discussion well. We've just scratched the surface on cloud topics and hopefully we've sparked some questions from those listening. We look forward to continuing the conversation and in the future, we can dive deeper and talk into more detail about applied security controls for specific workloads or specific cloud solutions. Also, the power and utility industry, particularly in the US, is subject to NERC SIP compliance. So compliance questions are an interesting area for us to dive deeper as well. Thank you, Samar. These are definitely areas of deep interest for our audience. Because this is the first in a series, we would like to invite the audience to submit questions, which we will try our best to answer in a future podcast. To submit your questions for a future podcast in this series, or if you would like to see any of the resources mentioned in today's podcast, you can go to www.empirical.com. This podcast, first in a series, explored the advantages of cloud-based systems for the utility industry, a workforce that's in multiple locations and spread out geographically. The cloud presents an incredibly fast method of deployment for an application, literally anywhere on the globe in just minutes. Organizations still retain their rights over users, configuration, and security levels, just like they do with an on-premise solution. The COVID-19 pandemic acutely demonstrated the competitive advantages of being able to rapidly set up users, deploy applications, and access shared data in a very short time frame. Of course, security is paramount, but cloud solutions can be designed as secure as on-premise solutions. Whether the objectives are access management, data protection, incident response, or more, 
Cloud solutions offer the same security isolations that are employed in traditional data centers. Organizations need to develop their cloud strategy with all stakeholders on the team, including operational, IT, and security functions, and design a network architecture just like they do now with on-premise solutions. Gaining the distinct deployment advantage of cloud solutions with the same security of an on-premise solution is an extremely attractive opportunity for electric utilities that are inherently geographically dispersed. Well, that about wraps up this edition of the PowerTech Podcast. If you haven't yet, please log in to wherever you subscribe to the podcast and both rate this show and leave a comment, as that really helps new subscribers in the power industry to find us. Also, for more free insights on bringing technology to the power industry, make sure to visit Empirical.com. We post free white papers, articles, and all of our previous podcasts there. Plus, you can register for a free 3D strategy planning session call with one of our 3D planning specialists. Again, you can do all of that and much more at Empirical.com. Please stay tuned and join us for the next episode of the PowerTech Podcast. And until next time, keep engineering powerful solutions.